It was so nice in here, and about 10 minutes ago, it got muggy. La, 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 and a bug la. flew in. There's constantly bugs in here. <laughs> no, I'm not. That, that, that's, yeah. that's been living in here for like a week now. Yeah. And uh, do, you, do you eat bananas? I do. That's why. I ate a banana day, and I have my apple right here. But also- They're coming in on the bananas. What is up with the humidity in here? The B-team, yeah. All right. Seriously, the B-team. All right, here's the intro. Come along now. Take a ride with the B-team. Let's get together. What are you talking about? My headphones are Let's go. Behind the scenes, talking about- why are you in such a hurry? I gotta Come go pick on, up my kids again. Let's start the show. Everybody grab your Vaseline. The B-Team. Yeah. The B-Team. The B-Team. Oh, that's right. The B-Team. Baby. Baby. Mmm. So you've got uh, DJ Omar Khan over at the computer with the sound effects. <laughs> Former producer Lightning in the Middle, that's me talking, and current uh, Kevin Amin Show producer Dave the King of Mexico. Current for now. <laughs> right? You right, never know what's going to happen around here, dude. <laughs> well, uh, what a week. What a week. It sucks outside. It's hot. Omar, you're living in hell in Rancho Cucamonga. It is a billion degrees out there, but... I, you know, it you live me. in the devil's butthole. It, That's is, what you it, it is, um, but I don't mind it. You know, because you know we we have AC, and you know you go <laughs> in and out of your car. It's like for me, it's like and my kids, not a big deal. My wife loser loses her s. Yeah. She's in, she's cranky. She can't sleep at night. That's me. And uh, um, I, I just have to stay out of her way. <laughs> you know That's what I mean? Me, man. So. Don't you just push her in the swimming pool and be like, all right, there, cool down. Yeah, I should. I right? should. But uh, no, let's yeah, turn Dave sucks. up. Let's turn Dave up just a second. Over Hi. Here. Yeah. Let's give Dave. Tra- Hi. No. Hello. There he is. There Hi. There he is. Poop. Yeah. You uh. know, like Havasu heat, I can deal with that in Arizona heat. That's but like, and I'm in Long Beach, and I'm in one of the older homes down by the water, and there's no air conditioning, and it just sucks. Yeah, that's terrible. I should yeah, be I'm complaining. In an apartment, and I have air conditioning. Yeah, and it's awesome. Yeah, so uh, yeah, the, the heat blows. I think I'm supposed to record a, a piece for you guys about the heat, Dave. I'm going to go do that today or tomorrow. Hopefully, that are you going to ask him if it's hot? <laughs> am, yeah, we're going to make fun of you. Uh, How you like this heat? <laughs> right? How's that I heat don't you? like it. <laughs> How's that heat treating you? Yeah. So, hey, can I pay uh, Afro call for you guys? The B team. Yeah, the B team. The B team. Oh, that's right. The B team. That's so weird. Nice. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> I love that. Round, Round of applause. applause. That's so cool. Oh, that's right. Round of applause. A lot of people call yep. it an Afroline. Yeah, if you guys are listening to the B team, was going to questions or comments on the Afroline, 323-520-AFRO. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, were you guys out in the heat working on a 500-horsepower Volkswagen to be in a race this uh, weekend at Sacramento? I was, <laughs> but then it got hot, and I said, I'm not. I'm going to stop right now. Were you guys uh, installing lighting around the perimeter of a, a new trailer so you can haul this Volkswagen up to Sacramento? No, what are you doing outside <laughs> in the heat? What the hell? Oh, wait, that was me. Yes. What? I got rope. My buddy's got some, like, super crazy world's fastest Volkswagen, and he's... Gonna race it. World's and, and fastest? I, how fast well, is it go? I'm just saying that. But it's how fast not. Does it go? Honestly, I don't have a clue. Oh. It, it's a 500 plus horsepower Volkswagen Beetle. And, like the uh, old school Beetle? Or, or, yeah, well, no, you wouldn't do that too. So the one. engine is in the back. The right? engine is in the back, and it, it, it wheelies and the whole thing. And yeah, it's, it's, it's going to Huge turbo and big horsepower, and I won't ride in it. He's going to race it? Yeah, quarter mile. Wow. Yeah. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. He'll uh, (laughs) he'll take it to Irwindale, and I'll tell you guys where to see it if you Uh, No, I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're good on that. Dave, you went to the Ice Cream Museum. Tell me what's up with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, It's a museum, and it has some cool art features about ice cream. And, uh, you know, you jump into this uh, pool of, of sprinkles. And it's pretty fun. And there's nothing like sprinkles going everywhere, especially up your butt. That. Do they really go in your pants and stuff? Dude, are they plastic sprinkles or are they real? No, they're real sprinkles. They're real, the sugary sprinkles. Yeah. Is this But other people have been in this thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's isn't, like, isn't that nasty? It, it is nasty, as Omar oh, would say. Man. Uh, you know, and not only that, they make you take off your shoes. Oh. And a lot of people do not wear socks. <gasps> yeah. So, uh, so when they're coming that. out, they have little sprinkles like and, on their feet. Oh, everywhere. The, the, someone has to go and sweep the sprinkles back into the pool. Oh, so. dude. <laughs> but it's really cool. And, uh, you know. Now, hold on. Why yeah. is it cool? Because Kevin says the ice cream museum, no ice cream, no actual ice cream. Well, I went for a premiere of a TV show. So it was like kind of like after party thing yeah. for You're the Worst. And, uh,. I had uh, some donut flavored ice cream that like some cinnamon donut, and so it was. I had plenty of ice cream and gummy bears and chocolate. So I don't know what he was doing, if he wasn't paying attention or what. But whatnot. wait, wait a second. Were those was that ice cream and the donut whatever? 
was that brought in by the by the TV studio or was that at the I, museum? You know they, what? I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know. Because I, I know. heard that the ice cream museum sans ice cream. No, that's that's absolutely not true. Because Kevin was bitching about about uh, having a little bit of ice cream, but I know Cool House also gives them ice cream too to taste. So, okay. hmm. so and the Cool House ones are, are normal cups. So you know, yeah, but I'm thinking ice cream museum, and I'm not I'm not trying to just again ice cream art museum. It's not. It's not like the Coke Museum where you're going, hey, here's every single flavor of Coke that I get it, but it says everyone hashtags ice cream museum. It's actually a museum of ice cream. That's the correct title. So, a museum of of ice cream. cream. Yeah. So, it's, uh, you know, they have like different things that have to do with ice cream. I saw the popsicles in the wall and all that stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of artsy, farty stuff. It's artsy stuff. Yes. You know, they have funny like uh, celebrity title, like names like uh, Vanessa Fudgens and. So are my my, see because exactly that was like the stars. It was funny. That's dumb. Are my kids pissed (laughs) off because there's no ice cream for them to eat at at the end of this? Well, yeah, I I think if if your kids are going to a museum of ice cream, they're going to expect ice cream. Yeah, and I think you take them to an ice cream parlor <laughs> and then go to Farrell's and go really eat <laughs> so ice cream. So they're all bummed out that we're at the ice cream you're gonna, museum. You're going to see cream. this cool big art installation of popsicles, Yeah, but then you're not going to have a popsicle. So when you go to Hershey Park in Pennsylvania, right, and you, yeah. and you go on the I go the to Hershey Park in my and bathroom. You, and you go, oh. <laughs> Dude. You, at, at the I end, go to Hershey uh, Park with my wife. At the end of... <laughs> I just can't go on. I just can't go on. I can't get anything into it. Just poop talk here. Speaking of which, you um, know who I am. Yeah. Speaking uh, of which, Omar. Uh, by the way, we, I got another bonus track at the end of this episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I had, okay. yeah, I had an yeah, email so stay congratulating tuned. you. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, so Dave, yeah, thumbs up or thumbs down on Ice Cream Museum? I like create like pop culture, like modern pop culture art. So I enjoyed it. I mean, I wouldn't pay the thirty dollars it is and wait and for months to go. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it, it was fun last night. Did you night. say wait for months? Yeah. I mean, there's I a waiting it was list. free. Yeah, no. What the hell? No, there's a waiting list. Like it was supposed to close by now, and they uh, extended. they extended it for months because thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, something what like the, that. What? Yeah. What the? Huh? Yeah, but it's you know it's if you like that little like I don't know like pop culture. How long does that, it take you to get through through the entire museum? It took me like ten minutes, but there's no one in there, so you know we just so we thirty dollars for ten minutes of huh? Look at that. Yeah, well, you see, I'm art sure. is definitely lost on me. <laughs> you know, I'm very much like Kevin. You yeah. know how he uh, went to the Louvre and he uh, went through the entire thing in one hour. Yeah. I almost did the exact me and my wife, by the way. So she's we're very similar. We go down there and we're at the Louvre. Uh, yeah. Well, this is cool, but. Once you see, I like okay. I'm not going to stare at something and interpret it. Or I'm like, <laughs> all right, that's cool. Moving on. That's cool. Moving on. Yeah. It wasn't like I need yeah. to stare at something. I'm with, I'm you, with know? you on that. Like I, I have no interest to go ever go to the Louvre if, yeah. if I'm it's in Paris. Cool. Don't get me wrong. But, it's cool. Yeah, because it's there's so much history there. Of course. Like yeah, I'm sure it is, but I just don't have the interest. I'm not going to wait in line. I'm not going to pay that fee or whatever. But. Go to Gallery 1988, and if there's a, a giant map of Jurassic Park and what it would be like if gummy bears ran oh, Jurassic so you Park, love, I'm like down the with weird that. Pop yeah. I love art. a pop culture art. Okay. Yeah, okay. So that's what's cool. You know, like one of my favorite pieces that I own is from Gallery 1988, and it's called Gummy Bear Cannibalism, where it's a giant gummy bear being eaten by the Disney gummy bears, and I love it. <laughs> that does, the, I would that see that. Awesome. It's the best. Cool. You well, know, what Omar needs is the poop museum. Oh, I think they have one somewhere. Oh, they, I sure think they in do. Japan like, they have a poop museum. Yeah, Japan, <laughs> Toronto. No, that's the one with they have toilets and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I've, there's, I've there's, poop, poop, there's poop restaurants. There's yeah. Yeah, I got closed down. It was you, over there in West Covina. Well, you know, that one, yeah, <laughs> the one I've been to a couple times. The I think it's called, pronounced Mutter Museum or Mutter Museum. Mutter. Yeah, Mutter. so I've been there twice. Once with Bean because he loves it. Right. It's basically the Museum of Death. They've right. got two-headed babies and all this weird stuff. It's in Philly. It is outside of Philly. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, that's that's a pretty cool place. So, See, we're the B team. We're cultured, sort of. <laughs> we're so cultured, or, uh, or not, or not. I've got some uh, email. Should right. I get to this? Let's, Let's get into it. the inbox. Ooh, baby, baby, we're gonna check the inbox. Baby, baby, we're not talking fart box. Baby, baby, we're not talking cat's box. Baby, baby, we're gonna check the inbox. Mm. This is from John McCloyd. Thank you so much for the poop outro song. Omar, <laughs> genius, as usual. 
Thank you. Thank you, yep. John. I Thanks, Lloyd. And by the way, for those, uh, I don't know why you wouldn't have listened to all previous episodes, but if you should go back to the last one, you will hear a secret bonus track at the very end after the silence. That's courtesy our friend Omar right here. This is from Chris. <laughs> hey, Lightning, love the pod. I just have one question for Omar. Mm-hmm. I will email him, but I know he'd probably he'd probably lie straight to my face. I just wanted to know if he intentionally sings terribly on Omaroki. Um, well, the honest truth is that so with this job, the way it started is Ralph used to do handle all the intros. He used to do everything. Um, we still play some of them from time to time. The Omaroki one, for instance, is Ralph. And slowly he got busy writing other things. And I started, you know, when I started this job as the um, imaging director, I was just kind of in charge of the jingles. And that's about it. And the jingles are the little Kevin and Bean on K-Rock before, you know, music. And uh, slowly, I kind of so you proved, started you doing, proved yourself. Yeah, yeah. But, but but I always wanted to do the singing ones. Always wanted to. So <laughs> uh, I would take it upon myself to do uh, a jingle here or two, or an intro, or whatever. And some of them didn't make it. But Ralph was like, "Oh, you know, why don't you try this, this, or this?" And some of them were okay. So we actually started using them. <laughs> and slowly, I just moved into that role. Not being able to sing at the time, really. So, so, Wait, so, 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 you can't just say at the time. There's still no. not a whole lot of good singing going well, on. Well, there's, but there is singing now. And there's, <laughs> there like, is you know, singing. I love your singing. I mean, I mean, but, but I, you know, now I could carry a tune more than I, and I know more about music and understand it um, more than I did back then. I mean, we're talking ten years ago, and uh, that's when they thought it was really super funny, uh, f- and for me to have you know uh, Omaroki, and uh, you know I would sing songs, you know, for you know if it was a weenie roast game, uh, I would sing lyrics to you know bands that are going to be on the weenie roast, and uh, now I do sing better, so I, I I do have to turn up the actual bad. I do, I do now and now before. Definitely not, you know. Uh, but it's it's also one of these things where I'm definitely more of a studio singer. So if I hear the music in the back, I could match my voice to be in that key. Okay, okay so so you- so if I'm in that studio mm-hmm. and I don't actually hear the song, it automatically. Uh, makes me in the wrong key because okay. I can't hear it. Do you know what I mean? So explain for listeners who obviously can't see you in Studio K with Kevin and Bean when you're doing Omaroki. Right. Do you have headphones on? Are you listening to the track? No. You're not? No, 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 no. I, 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 I sit here in Studio K and I, uh, will get, I'll pull the music and I'll pull the lyrics and then I'll just send it in to them because after I sing it, they'll like to play a little snippet of the example of the song that I'm singing. And But when I'm in there, I just have the lyrics in front of me. So I have to kind of like in my head try to like remember the tune. Right. And sometimes like if it's especially if it's a newer song and I have no clue, I'll just try to sing the lyrics to what I think it sounds like. And it, it'll be way off. And then that's where it becomes super funny because I totally go off the rails. Yeah. But I also think that it's also funnier when you do know the song because then you could mess around with it a little yeah, bit. Totally. And that's uh, when that's yeah. when, when Omar Roki is. Because Omar Roki Because then I could totally rock it. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm, this is my time to shine. It depends. Mode yeah. or the cure or something is right in your Omar Roki yeah. is my favorite game to play. So oh, I mean, just just like just like it says in the in the theme, yeah. it really is. So that's it's why so I always funny. suggest it I for think, Omar. I think it's one of those pieces that those bits that we do that uh, you either love or you hate. It's either I love this and it's hilarious or it's I'm, nails on chalkboard. I'm turning the radio down until this is over. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. totally, totally. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Donald. Whatever happened to Lucretia, who used to review the Jersey Shore? Was that a voice Ralph Garman did? Please bring her back. Her sarcasm was outstanding. Dave? Uh, Lucretia is a real person. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, she works at the the Afro-Roman Empire. Yeah. Uh, she was just on for what show did we just cover? Honey Boo Boo Honey, oh, has a, a reunion or something? No, no. Something. Uh, and Mama June. Mama, Mama June. From, from, oh. from Not Too Hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Laquisha definitely is a Ralph voice. That That is awesome. And, you know, we we always try to find a, a funny show that, that will fit. And, you know, Laque- the Mama June was a good one, but there's just not that many shows that everyone – Everything's pretty much the same now, so yeah. we haven't had a chance to do it Laquisha. Laquisha uh, really feeds off of bad. It's got to just be hateable. The person, the subject matter of the show has just got to be hateable. Like The Bachelor Report, I don't think those people, they are occasionally hateable, but it's not, 
Yeah, just not right for. It, that's for not right. No, show. right yeah, yeah. It, yeah. You got to find the right fit. I think there was actually one show. I forget what it was that we tried to do a Laquisha bit, and we did it once, but then we just let it go because yeah. it just didn't lend itself to it, or right, you know, yeah. wasn't funny. Um, but yeah, Ralph, Ralph, Ralph does the voice, and uh, he's a sassy black woman. Yes, when he, he <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? When he gets into character, it's amazing well, because that's... he becomes Laquisha, and I'm standing back here. What does like, his face mm-hmm, look like? Yeah, I mean, what, what does he? Look... Uh, he's, does he make those facial expressions? Totally. Oh, yeah. oh, he, he does gets the head into sway. it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Whenever Ralph's in here doing any kind of voice thing, I mean, he's he's doing like you know, when he's doing like the Michael Jackson voice, mm-hmm. he becomes you know very frail and you know I mean very soft spoken. And whenever he's like Christopher uh, Walken, he's doing yeah, yeah, he's, very yeah, absolutely. powerful figure. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. So he becomes that person. Um, yeah, it, it, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, when he does Laquisha, you know, he'll put his hand on his hip. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's super funny. Super uh, funny if you guys want to see that stuff, in I, I I saw. Let's see. It was the day after Adam West passed away, mm-hmm. and Ralph and Kevin Smith did their podcast. You know, they do a weekly podcast, and they HBO. were down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and they were doing their podcast in Irvine at the at the uh, Improv, and Ralph was horribly brokenhearted. You over went down. Adam. I was did there. You went down? Yeah. I was mm-hmm. there, and I there was not a dry eye in the audience. It was. Moving and Ralph gave a an incredibly heartfelt tribute with video and audio and he, it was really amazing. The sad part aside, those guys are so f-ing funny and so well prepared. And and if you are always if you've always wondered what does Ralph look like when he's doing these voices, he does eight to twelve of those voices in every one of those live podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, you cannot believe how talented these guys are. It, literally, you watch Kevin Smith, and Kevin Smith scoots his chair back and just watches Ralph go. Yeah. And I, I and that's cannot... Where Ralph, that's where Ralph shines, is when he improvs this, this yeah. stuff. And, and you cannot believe... Um, I don't know exactly how he writes the show, but I'm sure it's mainly bullet points. It is. Because, yeah, yeah. Because, because he just goes off. Yes. And I'm like, how did you get from point A to point Z, and it's like super funny along yeah. the way. It's it, yeah, it, it's amazing to uh, to, to witness. That's Wait, how you get there. Whiskey, yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. And by the way, they they are throwing them back the whole show. It's a really yeah. entertaining show. I, I you yeah, know, I've been a couple of times. I really do recommend it. I'm not just saying this because I like Ralph. Like it's a re- yeah. it's worth your money for right. sure. Um, and if you're they they're now uh, about to launch in a tour. I think they're going to New York in a couple of weeks, aren't they? I just heard Ralph talking about it. Sure. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so it's, I, I <laughs> no. think it's on Kevin Smith. It's Smodcast, right? Is it Smodcast, Smodcast Network? Yeah, no, Smodcast, yeah, Smodcast yeah. Network. But what's their their? It's Hollywood Babylon. Hollywood but I don't Babylon. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was having a brain fart. I couldn't yeah, do yeah. it. Hollywood Babylon is what you're looking for, yeah, and yeah. I think they post the schedule up on the website. And they have YouTube videos too of them doing the show. Yeah. On a. On YouTube. <laughs> yeah, on YouTube. Wait, what? They have YouTube videos. <laughs> this is from John Mann. Hi, I'm a longtime Kevin Bean listener, probably since 2003. Really enjoying your podcast, guys. Keep up the great work. By Could the you- way, by the way, by the way, can you guys believe that everybody's so positive? Like, there's like no hate. Come on, haters! You got like, no, like, like, like I want some bad hate. <laughs> like, like, what, what is up with every everybody being so positive about I the know. podcast? What is- it's really weird to me because you know. We're on a show that, I mean, I checked out Afroline and, you know, there's constant hate on, everywhere, on social media, whatever, but I, I haven't heard one bad thing about this podcast. Why are you asking for I'm just hate? saying, it's very strange <laughs> to no, me. No, and I get I that don't because get it. I post it's, this. It's very weird. I post this on Facebook and where's the most hate in the world? Facebook and Twitter. Right. None. I, Come on, people. I don't like it. Come on, trolls. It's very, Where it's you very, at, bro? It's very, very strange. Come it's at a, us, bro. It's very strange. And unsettling for you there, Omar? I don't. Yeah. Yeah, because. Look, I'm the most pessimistic guy, mm-hmm. okay? And when we first started this, I think you guys had to twist my arm the most to do it. Yeah. And I was like, no one's going to care. Yeah, yeah, no one's no, going to care. And then it's been overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. It just, yeah. Uh, so not, you not used some, to that. Not so if used you have to it. something bad to say, that's at K-Rock's Lightning. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Asshole. Send him all the hate. <laughs> All right, sorry to interrupt. I, don't I just had to get that. Out. I okay. just had to get that out there because it was so, that's it's so bizarre how that he was so complimentary to us. I have so many emails I can't get through. I'm not gonna. It's just yeah. it's gonna last us for the next. But 80, keep it, 80 you episodes. know, keep them coming, positive or not. Omar Caroq dot com, Lightning and Caroq, and Kom at Caroq, King of Mexico, King of Mexico. Yes. Uh, could you guys please talk about what happened with the calendar signings and Christmas CDs? So one at a time here. The calendar signings, for those of you that didn't listen back in the 90s and early 2000s, 
K-Rock would issue a calendar every year, and it would come with a free <laughs> CD of new music. And by the way, God, that's, I love that, that CD. And, and, and Dave, as you'll recall, that's where we found Linkin Park. Yeah, they, played, they played one of the signings. Played a, I think it was a Best Buy parking lot. Yeah, I think like it was Brea. orange. It was orange. Was it orange? Yeah. Orange okay. Brea or somewhere when Westminster. It, wherever or it like was, that. Lincoln Park got banned from that city. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like near riot condition. But that was it was a free concert with a big old stage and all the jocks showed up. And this is every jock. So there's it was it was a really amazing thing that would happen, yeah, obviously annually, and we did it for. Feel like fifteen years, Dave. What do you think? You know what? I don't right. know because it I was, was before here. my time too. I was here for I think two of them, mm-hmm. and in both times they left Ralph out of the calendar, so oh. Ralph would sign the calendar <laughs> as Ralph two That's and have right. his own little like like one one, one day, day calendar. calendar. Yeah, it would just say like <laughs> December thirteenth or whatever it is. Oh, so you would just funny. keep signing that like Ralph two. Yeah. Yeah. And by I, the way. They made him call himself the new guy forever. Yeah. And and when Ralph started, I uh Mr. Weatherby comes to Kevin to be and he's like, Let's not Ralph let not let Ralph, Ralph talk so much. <laughs> I'm like, you, can, can you imagine? Yeah. Like like telling Ralph not to talk? He's so funny. Are you kidding? I just it's bizarre. Uh, it, bizarre. It, it, they research says that Kevin and Bean are the stars and you gotta let those guys go and be the stars, but man, when you've got a support staff like Ralph or Jimmy or Adam doing Mr. Birch and you, Dave, you have to let them, you, you gotta let them develop. <laughs> you have to let them go. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, that's funny. He was only signing a one day calendar. Yeah, but yeah, those were great. Those he were brought great. those himself, didn't yeah. he? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, that was God. funny. Oh, so what happened to the calendar signings? People stopped buying calendars. No one uses calendars. I mean, that's the reality: is people weren't buying them, and yeah. and uh, it, it, the quantity that we were producing just. Started to dwindle over time, and we're like, we just hung it up. And and the same thing kind of went for the Christmas CD. It, it, yeah, I mean, for the Christmas CD, it was just a lot of work. I well, mean, you produced them, so, so you yeah. Know here's here's the thing. I, I think the Christmas. I could see the calendar. I still don't understand the Christmas. CD. I will explain you the tell Christmas me, you CD. Tell me, okay, okay. The Christmas CD. The the thing is in the beginning, and we're talking about the, the Christmas, the Kevin and Bean Christmas album that yeah. we would uh, put together. Uh, Lightning put together. I don't know how many of them. He probably so produced the, like seven the of them first, or something. I think I did like eleven. The oh, first, wow. the first one was on vinyl called "Feel the Warmth," mm-hmm. and that was produced by John Frost. Okay, the best. Uh, imaging plug, director. Plug your ears. The best <laughs> yeah. imaging director that's ever walked I get it, dude. Right? Dude, I learned my craft from him. Yeah. You know? John Frost is a, a genius, and we'll be yeah. playing, for those of you that keep asking for the new detective produced by John Frost, we will be playing that in a future episode. Great. So then there was a cassette, Santa Claus, Schmanta Claus. Then we've got your Yule Logs hanging. Then no toys for OJ, because uh, OJ was going to go to jail at that yeah. point. Um, so we thought. <laughs> and then we were told on the next one we had to change the name. It was going to be How the Juice Stole Christmas and because Juice is OJ. Uh-huh. And his attorneys were cracking down on all the use of OJ. Okay. Just the same way like Jay-Z and, and you know Beyonce cracked down on all their trademarks and stuff. Right. And, and, and oh, Taylor Swift. Awesome. So he says you can't say the juice. So it was How the Underscore. The blank stole Christmas oh. with a, with a uh, on the cover had a, a, a someone holding a glass of orange juice, oh, okay. like Santa Claus holding uh, a grand. I didn't know that. Or, yeah, and then it was Christmas time in the LBC because Snoop and Dre were huge, um, and we took the, took the album cover art to shot it down at VIP Records in Long Beach, and right. Kevin Bean posing against a, a lowered <laughs> Mercedes Benz sitting on like twenty twos. And there's a track on that yeah. record that Jimmy Kimmel, if you guys don't know, used to do a killer Snoop impression. Oh yeah, and uh, it, it was so killer that. Till till maybe five years ago, I didn't know that that wasn't Snoop. Really? On that track, I forget what the track was called. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Like maybe we could dig dig well, some of that. I, I have play Christmas time in the LBC. When, was that yeah. the name of the, the it was the, the track? Yeah. Okay. But when we get closer to the holiday season, I'm gonna you know like with our podcast, I'm yeah. gonna lean Christmas oriented. No, we'll play a great. lot of these tracks. That'd be great. Yeah, that we can forever. And then we had a. A Kevin Bean Family Christmas in Your Ass, and that mm. was like 25 tracks. Some of it was best of a lot of new stuff. Santa's Swing and Sack, and that was the swing era. Right. We had Big Bad Beauty Daddies Setzer. and all those guys. Exactly. And we had uh, Kevin and Bean's Last Christmas, and that was going into year th- the year 2000. We thought all the computers were going to crash. Right. It was very apocalyptic. And then Real Slim Santa, because Eminem was huge. Yeah. And uh, Swallow My Eggnog, I believe, was the last one. And that we had the porn stars on the cover with pouring milk all over themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a very dirty, filthy album. <laughs> it, it was super funny. And then, and then the Black Album. Oh, the, the wait. Black, the, the Black Album, yeah, it got shunned you because guys, of- uh, You guys don't know this in the audience. 
there is an entire Kevin and Bean Christmas album that was never released, and you can't have it. Yeah, I, well, and it was technically for like a day. It, well, I don't think anyone. <laughs> no, has here's it. how it went. Oh, down. really? Well, yeah. he, yeah. No, because I was always like, for me, I always got. I'm the behind the scenes guy. You know, I try to be creative. When it gets down to like people, like you know, the powers that be mm-hmm. telling us not to do this or we can't do that. I, I I hate that talk. So Dave is the guy who heard all this. I just like I put it out there. I was like, use it or don't. At this point, when when like S was hitting the fan, I didn't care anymore mm-hmm. because it was already done. My fun was already had. You know, I mean, I was just kind of bummed for people that they weren't able to hear these funny tracks. But I thought it did come out for a little bit or it, okay, it, it, what it happened? Went like this, we released it on a Monday. It was digital because right? you know everything was right. So we're gonna do it. We're gonna put we're it out gonna for download. Sign of the time. We're going to change. Yeah, we're going to do it. Right. So we released this, I think it's like six track album. But, and and this, it, was, this was Mike Catherwood heavy and, and you know, kind of like. Uh, I did a song, you did a song. Yeah, I did Beer, a song. Mug, Beer Mug's track Hold is great. Laugh Out Loud Funny. Yeah, it's, totally. It's possibly the best thing Beer Mug has ever contributed to this show. And you can't hear it. So it's six track you know, thing, and then and it also has like a cla- like like how Lightning would produce a classic album. It had like a Santa oh, start. It had, it had skits. It had yeah, holiday it had messages. It Kevin had all that stuff. Yeah, right. So some stuff went down earlier in the year, and then we get we hear from our lawyers saying, "Hey, you know what? Maybe these tracks aren't. We shouldn't. We shouldn't put this out there." So we had to take out three tracks, and at that point, we're like, "Wow, we're stuck with like four for three or four tracks, so why even bother? And we pulled the whole thing. Mm. The tracks were very insensitive, is what they I think they said. Well, right. I mean, even yeah, yeah. Even now, though, like for instance, one was uh, what was Miss Cleo's song? Uh, oh, Jingle Boobs. Jingle Boobs. Yeah, and they said funny, that's yeah. very sexually suggestive, and we don't want that on the EP. And oh. Beer Mug, who is <clears throat> is is a Jew, was singing about Jews. Yeah, yeah, why does why does Santa Claus hate me or something yeah. like that? And you yeah. know, I remember now that you're—I had totally even forgot about Jingle Boobs. For so many of these songs, um, her boobs were doo-doo. massive. Yeah, they were huge. <laughs> um, remember for, that? Yeah, I, I do. Um, for for a lot of these songs, you can't use karaoke beds. Like for people to know, if you're going to put stuff up for download or for sale, you have to create your own music, even if it's in um, what do, what do they call that? The realm? public domain. If it's if a song's in public domain, you could use the tune, but you, you you can't use licensed music. You have to create your own. Mm-hmm. So I had to go in the studio and MIDI all this stuff and all that stuff on that album. Those six tracks, except for I think uh, Muggs's track, is my music. So I mean, I was spending hours upon hours just creating the beds for this stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So so that's probably why I got so super pissed, and it, I was just like, "F it, do whatever." That do happened what you occasionally. Will. Tracks yeah. would make it. And to go back to that uh, emailer's question about like what happened to these things. So when we started these Christmas CDs, um, they they all we needed was kind of a, a loose sign off. There was tracks. All these CDs had a combination of in house produced tracks. So. Kevin and Bean would record their own things, whatever. And then we would get uh, artists to come in and record their tracks, whether they come in the studio or just contribute it, like Linkin Park. That's where My, My December. December was debuted. They uh, made it for us, and then they later point. released it. So many K-Rock artists released original Christmas songs. The Killers. Because of yes. this record. of this, And that's my biggest, my biggest thing is that why not continue to get that great Christmas music? Well, okay, out so of them, you know? I'm trying to get to that, yeah. and, and, and I'm taking too long. I apologize. No, it's, dude, it's take because your time. It's, take your time. Slow it down. Because it is. It's a podcast. It was people have all the time in the world. <laughs> it was a licensing nightmare. About ten CDs in. Christine's budding Hi, in. Christine. Now people think you're hot, by the way, because of your voice. Oh my god! You guys are <laughs> oh, talking to the um, microphone. Say hi. hi. Hi guys. Hi guys. That's assistant producer Christine. Uh, I actually waved right now. That was really. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see you. I wave back. Hi. She's new to radio. It's okay. I've never done this before. Um, I have Tad on the hotline for you guys. Yes. Oh. Will you tell Tad it, that we are going to be reaching out to him in about a half an hour? We'll do. Thank you so Bye much. Guys. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. We have Tad in the next episode, as you guys recall. So, Omar, t- to answer this question is, it went from like a, a handshake deal from the record labels. Let's, let's, Warner Brothers, Lincoln Park. Right. They would go, you know what? The band signs off, the management signs off, and they send you a, a little note, literally, or an email that says, approved. Right. <laughs> and so we would just run it. And then it became, well, Warner Brothers attorneys would get involved. And what is the revenue share? What is the split? And what is publishing. licensing and publishing? Yeah. And, and so then we would find out that uh, maybe would, Lincoln even, Park— Even though they knew it was a charity record? Out, yes, absolutely. Really? Yes, because it could be—I mean, people are going—once it's out there— 
people could find other ways of selling it. It could be monetized in other ways. Blah, I wonder. Blah, 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 blah. I will, okay. But so what happens a lot, every band knows that the publishing is where the money is. So if you're a young band, you sell your publishing rights to some rich dude, right? And then he sells your songs into commercials and, right. to, and movie scores and the whole thing. And that's how everyone makes money is through publishing, okay? And so a lot of these bands didn't own their own publishing. So we would have to go and find the person or the company that owned the publishing to this XYZ band so we could put on our Christmas album. And that, would, that was maddening. And it it exists. It got worse and worse as time went on, and it, it got to a point where I didn't, I couldn't do it anymore. I right. was doing that along with I would get help from Amy, our promotions director, our music director, our PD, and it was just constant day. And all I'm doing is writing and faxing people. Let me ask and going, you. Can, I, can we have your song and for gratis and this and that? And it really sucked the life out of the whole. <clears throat> Let me ask you this: Is that the way the music industry is now? Is that still the case? Oh, yes. It's even worse now. Yes. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. It's so much. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, look at- So, look, so, so look we at, couldn't get a band like, I don't know, the Revivalists, and just for example, and say, hey, we're doing this charity record and we want to contribute, you know, uh, all proceeds, you know, after, you know, the costs are paid, are going to go towards, you know, uh, the victims of uh, Hurricane Harvey. You can do it. It's absolutely possible. It's, but is it but still it takes, a much of a, a nightmare? It takes. It would take an attorney. Uh-huh. We would have to have an attorney do it full-time for us. Wow. You know, like television, uh, CBS, or any of the big networks, MTV, they have full-time music attorneys yeah. that clear all the licensing for all the TV shows. Right. We would need someone like that. And we're a small radio company, and we just don't have the resources to do that. And what's falling on our shoulders to get it done, we're like, dude, we're trying to produce a radio show right. and the album and get licensing done for these songs. It just sucked. And and by the way, and we started, tr- and, and as Dave said earlier about the digital like we're kind of like we were nearing the end of the CD phase going into digital. Like, how do you monetize that? We couldn't sell it on MySpace, or right. yeah. So that's what happened to the Christmas CDs. So they're gone. Bullshit, I'm, not, man. I'm not saying they can't come back, but well, they are going to come back because the B team's going to do one. I, I think a B God team. God damn it! All right. God damn it! A B team Christmas album is going to be awesome. All beatbox and you <laughs> and you rap, right? There it is. All right. Uh, from Travis. Hey, Lightning. I was wondering if we could hear the audio of Ralph and Doc on the Rock. Of the 9-11 coverage they did that day. I was listening that day uh, to their play-by-play because I was on uh, away from TV at work. And the only info I could get was on the radio on that horrible day. Much appreciated uh, for anything you guys can dig up. Sorry to say that I don't believe any audio exists from 9-11 when Ralph and Doc were filling in for Kevin and Bean. The yeah. reason is they were – Kevin and Bean were on vacation yeah. on 9-11. And we were using the DAT machine, the digital audio recorder, the tape – yeah. To play back best of Kevin and Bean bits. Yeah. And so we were not recording that. We only had like one or two machines, and it was like input or output. And we were using it for output that morning. And I was watching the TV and I was helping. I was literally carrying in uh, news articles and whatnot right. to yeah. Ralph Updates. and to Doc <clears throat> yeah, in yeah. real time. And I, we I weren't think, recording the show. I think that whole 9 11 day has to be a whole separate episode because that was such an interesting, like, it was such an insane day, and here maybe we call Doc or something, and that would be interesting to get his take on it, because that was an awful, awful day. That was just so fascinating, though. And everyone asked for this freaking tape, and it doesn't exist. Because yeah, of that reason. Yeah, it sucks. And uh, I've looked around, and I don't think that uh, Kevin from Kevin and Bean Archive recorded it either. Yeah, it was because for his time, um, I th- the only possible person that can have it is that I know you used to buy. Audio from from a company. If we ever wanted to hear, something. yeah, there was a, there was an air there, check company. There was an air LA, check company, yeah. and that was I think weird. I think maybe somewhere they record everything. They right? recorded everybody. They LA, recorded all, everybody. All yeah. the major markets they did. It was for advertisers, so they right. could yeah. see oh, yeah. when yeah. when you know Toyota could find out when they were mentioned, things like that. Yeah, just so, normal, normal conversation. Yeah, right? no, but yeah. even like like you know how we used to record over Dats. Is I'm sure they were recording over cassettes, so that oh, yeah. probably just got lost in the archive it's or whatever. Shame, they man, throw them away after a couple of years. Yeah. The thing is, that was uh, that was a really that was a day when a lot of listeners gained respect for Ralph, who didn't really yeah. know who he was, and, and Doc, he was just by the way, and absolutely Doc, because yeah. because everyone you know, Doc was always like the butt of a joke from Kevin and Bean, and then he crushed it that day. He and, stepped and, up and he became. And, I mean, he became the, the, he, news dude, man. the the thing. The thing that people don't know is that Doc is a, like a revered news guy. That's where Dude, that's Doc, his background. Doc was doing news in Vietnam during it's the war. Like insane. He's, 
legit. You can't get more legit than than he was. But yeah, it's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) On the Kevin and Bean, they just treat him like crap. Yeah. What's in Doc's butt? Here's a funny one, guys. But it was always in in fun. I think. I think. Towards no, the end, I think I, I think I wasn't. It wasn't hateable. No, they didn't hate Doc. They just didn't get him. They didn't get him. They yeah. just didn't get him. They didn't get him. His but... sense of humor was so eclectic. He loved <laughs> black and white movies, and he just he 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 was just he was so eclectic and so left of center, and he, which was because he came out of the K Rock of the seventies and eighties. That DNA mm-hmm. that really like Dr. Demento humor and the really just twisted weird stuff. And he looked like the child molester in the white <laughs> panel van. Jeez. Like he totally. was that guy. Totally. We should and, totally get him on. And well, I, I talked to him about three weeks ago. What? Because he's, he's going to be part of the uh, K-Rock oh, documentary. No yeah. How is he? He's actually. Is he a preacher now? He does work at a church. Okay. And I don't know if he's a pastor, a bishop, or what he is. Uh, he's still dating Bev. Bev is a wait. Is he a, a, a is he woman that he's taking care of though, or is he more or less care taking care of her? Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's a mess. He, he always said, "I'm taking care of her." Uh, so. Yeah, because because yeah. you know, and, and Doc will admit that he was he had a, a, a huge problem with alcohol. Yes, but he cleaned up, and she did not. Right. And and um, I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, like four or maybe five six years ago, uh, the reason he relapsed once pretty bad was because of her. Yeah. And I you know and he pledged not to be with her anymore. But you know, that's how love goes. Yeah, she is uh, apparently super high maintenance, but he's he just he can't not take care of her. He just yeah. digs her. Uh, it, you guys don't have you have no clue who we're talking about. We but, should bring him in. Yeah, we we'll have to talk to. Doc can really talk, though. Maybe like, that's on, maybe a on the phone. full episode. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, this is from Philip Hill. Lightning, who were Mark and Brian that Kevin referred to? <laughs> oh, my God. That is so funny. So here's Phil clearly not from L.A., I'm guessing, because how could you not know who Mark and Brian are? Mark and well, Brian. Mark and Brian have been off the air for five years now? More than that. More than yeah. that? No way. Mm-hmm. But like you were saying in uh, a past episode— Mark and Brian were the biggest thing around in the mid '90s, right? Mark they and were, Brian they were bigger than Kevin and Bean. Mark and Brian were the morning duo on KLOS ninety-five point five here in LA, and they were massive in the '80s. Massive. Their bumper stickers ruled the freeways. They were. They had the Mark and Brian show on ABC Seven here in town, a television wow. show, and they were just they couldn't be beat. And so when Kevin and Bean signed on in 90, everyone's like, oh, it's a Mark and Brian ripoff. Two guys on the radio. Right. And they weren't at all the same. And Mark and Brian had their likes that they they were always talking about Elvis. They were stuck in the kind of the 50s and 60s. That was their era. Killer mullets, though. And they had mullets for days. <laughs> yeah. And and Mark and Brian were just massive. But they they stuck to certain certain topics that we could, you know, like Kevin and me could laser focus on making fun of those, those, yeah. you know, their 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 fascination with Elvis and things like that, and and they never moved on. They didn't un- really understand. Mark and Brian didn't get pop culture, right? You know, and uh, whereas Kevin and Bean are obsessed with pop culture, so yeah. very different. Kevin and Bean timely, Mark and Brian not. What are you What are you reading over there, Omar? You're opening up email. Yeah. Well, is this not? <laughs> is this boring? What are you doing? You're uh, looking at a house listing. No. Yes, that's a house oh, listing. Oh, that's a house listing, yeah. But <laughs> what? Was, somebody was uh, going to send me a contract. What am I doing? Can you pay attention to what we're doing? Yes. Wait, sorry. wait, wait. My did bad. you get the job? I did. Awesome. <laughs> Way to go, wait, Omar. What? <laughs> what? You could hire Omar at djomarcon.com. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Should I hire you to be my manager? Right. <laughs> okay, and the last one here from John Conley. Uh, hey, guys, Lightning, Omar, King of Mexico, loving the B Team podcast. And how you dive into the history of the Kevin and Bean show. I was wondering if you could touch base on the origins of Glendale. <laughs> Omar, do you remember? Uh, Glendale is uh, something that Psycho Mike brought us. Yeah. And um, he just thought it was funny. Psycho Mike from Psycho Pasadena. Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the 626, which uh, is, is Glendale adjacent. Right. Mike was obsessed with the fact that it was Little Armenia, basically, in Glendale. Right. And Everywhere then, he went, there was the guy on the street corner selling a pager. Hey, bro, you got that. I got a pager for you, bro. Yeah. With the unibrow. And he recorded the song for us called Brow Down. Right. Huge. I mean, th- that song was huge for us for a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, it, and he did this video. Do you have Brow Down? Do you have it? I, I probably have it somewhere. Uh, do you want me to play it? I think we should play okay. it. Okay. I think we'll, well talk about let's, this Let's remember that we couldn't play anymore because it became too insensitive. We are playing yeah. it. And shout out to Misak. Okay, bro. Who was kind of the inspiration, How about I button my shirt a little bit, huh? 
smoke cigarette, <laughs> tell you where I'm coming from. Glendale! Browdale! Glendale's my town! Browdale! I love System of a Down! Browdale! Because I'm Armenian, bro, covered in hair and jewelry from head to toe. Track car cologne ingrained in my chromosome. Come to my shop, I give you pager and a cell phone. Jewelry on my arm from the knuckle up. Hop in my BMW and then I buckle up. Cruising through Glendale, smoking cigarettes, looking for my homeboys, bitch, or even better yet, a nice Armenian girl I can flirt with, covered in fur even when the bitch is shirtless. <laughs> Check my breath, it smells something awful, I should have brushed my teeth after I had that falafel. Hummus, kebab, shawarma, tabbouli. I have to shave my unibrow, it's getting unruly, and shave my back hair to keep it in check. My penis is so hairy that it has a pubic turtleneck. So bra down, Armenian pride, I slick back my hair as I cruise to the the west side Glendo Galleria Armani exchange gonna get a silk shirt within my price range Marlboro cigarettes and cologne gonna go back to my shop and then I'll slang more cell phones that's right bro you know what it's like life of Armenian player huh hit that chorus one more time bro so funny. He performed uh, that at a weenie roast. Yes, he did. He did it there. He did it at a couple like Miss Double December morning show broadcasts. And oh, so good. Dude, Mike is Mike is so supremely talented. Incredible. I That's wonder, uh, yeah. Psycho Mike Catherwood doing that, that song there. And so we shot that on the streets of Glendale. If you go to YouTube, I think it's still up there. Isn't it brow down? You can watch it. Not from us. Strut- <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I think you can find someone's it. Someone's yeah. ripped yeah, it from us. Yeah. Our attorneys made us take it down because it was insensitive. But I think you should uh, you should try to find it. It's worth it. Brow down is what it was it's called still here. still funny, yeah. Uh, Mike is this guy who, uh, <clears throat> those lyrics, just. Incredible. Right? Hilarious. It's so funny because, you know, I, you know, I, I try to do my best here or whatever. But it's one of the, he, he's one of those guys, when he comes in here. Um, the secret track we're going to play today is Paper, Paper Stains. Oh! Okay? So I wrote Paper Stains and um, jotted down, you know, all the lyrics and stuff. It's not really a Mike, secret track, by the way, if we're yeah, just announcing <laughs> it. So I, you know, take the lyrics and, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I, I have something here. And uh, by the way, I didn't have a title. Mike came up with the title Paper Stains. <laughs> it's a parody of Paper Planes, and he came up with the, the name just like that. So I give him my lyrics, and probably 90% of the lyrics stay the same. However, the changes he made were brilliant. Yeah. I mean, he literally, by changing these 10 10% and adding this and this, made it. One thousand percent better. Yeah. I mean, he's he's just insane good. Yeah, he's he's he he's amazing. Hey, uh, changing the topic really quick here. This came from like forty people. This email. A lot of people asking about Lisa May and her departure, mm. and we are not going to address Lisa May. I just want to get that out there right now. Lisa May um, was an incredible part of the show for the better of twenty years. We love her, and um, when she departed the station, Kevin and Bean. Went on the air and explained what happened, and we're not going to be retreading that. So yeah, and also uh, Lisa May had recap. She's been on a couple of podcasts yeah. that recap her experience and her feelings on it. So if you guys want to search those out, those are out there too. Yeah, sorry to bring the the note down, but I just can't get any more Lisa May emails. And I know yeah. that you guys all feel very connected to her, who grew up listening to Lisa May with Kevin and Bean. But it's just not our place to to talk about that subject right now because yeah. us three wouldn't really have anything to do with that decision. So. Sorry, guys. Just wanted to to get that out there. Omar, what do you got for me? Uh, oh, oh, sorry, Omar. You, you had so that happened. Okay, is that what we're doing? Yeah, so that happened. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna do the tap thing or what. <laughs> so that, so that, so that happened. So that, so that, so that happened. How did that really go down? We're gonna break it on down. We hope to enlighten. So Oh, my computer skipped. Yeah, so that happened. Yeah, (laughs) that was weird. Um, So Kevin from the Kevin and Bean Show is not the greatest, but (laughs) you know. um, So people don't know in in the air studio, he has this little corner where he sits on his little mat because he has back problems, lower back problems, or I think mid back, whatever. So he has to. He likes to stretch out his back throughout the entire morning. He's sitting Indian style on a yoga mat. And he has this little computer there, and he's on Twitter, and he's on 
Pornhub or whatever he's doing. <laughs> right. I wasn't going to say it, but so, sure. Uh, so, so, yeah, you know. So Chip <clears throat> always cues him, hey, you know, showbiz in three or whatever it is. In this particular instance, um, he, a moment with had just happened, okay? The previous break. Okay? A moment with who? A moment with Kevin. Oh, yeah. Okay? So moment with happened just the previous break. So I'm going to play you the moment with. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Coming up in about uh, 10 minutes, mugs on the red carpet. Not on the red carpet, actually. Inside Comic-Con. I'm or sorry. Inside CatCon. Is it mm-hmm. mugs? I think mugs was, the okay. old, <laughs> mugs was the only part I got right. That was okay. a moment. So that, that moment Kevin. happened, um, and I get it out so fast. When I produce these things, chip, chip, loads them up in the computer. I pull it up here, produce it, send it back. Okay. And uh, that whole process now I have down because Kevin flubs so much that I do it in about two minutes. Wow. Okay? So Kevin automatically thinks that the next break is going to be him- Defending himself? Right. Playing the moment with, you know, um, and uh, it's not. He's supposed to throw it to a replay. So replay is basically a segment that we've aired before. We edited it down, but we think it's so good that we're going to play it again. Okay. So Kevin's job is to set it up like, hey, what 106.7, KROQ. Um, and then, you know, usually Bean will pick it up from there from whatever bit it is. So this audio that I'm going to play is Kevin screwing that up because he thinks he's going to go to a moment with, but he's supposed to be throwing it to a tape piece. <laughs> 106.7, KROQ is KROQ. It's the Kevin and Bean Show at 635. I mean, we don't have to play that, do we? Do we have to play that? We have to play what? Not gonna lie, all weekend. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought. <sighs> My bad. <laughs> it's the world famous K Rock, and it is uh, 6:35. Oh, Not gonna lie, all weekend long. I was. So wait a minute. Did he get out of delay and try and save it? Okay. He, he okay. Did. <clears throat> so, so so that was the program feed. Okay? okay. So that's what we all heard here. <laughs> okay, okay. So that's live, 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 live. But yeah, he did get out of delay to try to save it. Okay. okay. <laughs> So I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play you what went over the air, but it's just as bad, and it only cuts off four seconds. This is hilarious. One of six point seven K Rock is KROQ. It's the Kevin and Bean Show at six thirty-five. I mean, we don't have to play that, do we? Do we have to play that? We have to okay. play what? Not gonna lie, all weekend. Oh. It's the world famous K Rock, and it is uh, six thirty-five. Not gonna Whoa. lie, all weekend. Wait a minute. Okay, so this is gonna be Omar. I know we all get how this goes down, but I cannot, for one second, imagine that the, our, our our listeners understand how this works. I know we've explained the delay before, but it's such a mind. F- it, it so there is a six to whatever twelve second delay. Now, now it's it's uh, now we have four. Four-second delays now, right, Dave? Yeah, Yeah. but the bottom line is Kevin has the ability to go back in time. I know it sounds bizarre. by four seconds. Yes, and so he can go in in real time, flip a switch, and let his previous four sentences roll back in real time, and he can cut out and make it live. The reason he had me pull this audio, by the way, because I didn't didn't hear it, and they they weren't going to turn this into a moment because it was kind of like, ah, you know, not as funny. Um... He wanted to hear how it sounded. How it sounded on Be- the air. Yeah, yeah, how it sounded on the air. Because um, when he realized how much of a screw up and how long it went, he double tapped the delay, or he was, or he maybe he hit, hit, hit he, it three he times. He thought he did. Yeah, he thought he did. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, cool. You know, maybe I saved it because I dumped out eight seconds instead of just four. But yeah, <laughs> dude, that did not work. So, so that happened. So that happened. So that happened. All right, so Omar, before you play the uh, the member of this intro, I want to set this up. Okay. So this is in the mid-90s. The cast of characters are Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Big Tad. Yes. Who was the, the intern at the time, right? Phone up. And uh, Frank Murphy helped out, and it's Kevin with the microphone. Now, someone had the idea that, uh, I think it was Kevin, that the most uncomfortable that guys ever are are in the restroom. You can't talk to a, f- a dude in the restroom, right? You're th- whether it's urinal. Who, by the way. Nah, well, me, I don't. I'm not cool with that. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Too. <laughs> yeah, I'm not at all. If someone's all like, if, if there's a wall there and someone's like, "Yo, what's up?" I'm like, yeah. what up, dog? Nah. I'm just chilling out, hanging yeah, out. Exactly. You know what I mean, I'm taking a breather. Nope. You, know? you want to play musical farts? Let's do it, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, are you, you not in me. and out guy? Are you, do you not relax on the throne? I do. I do relax, and I don't okay. want to talk to anyone. Really? Yeah. Oh, I bet Lightning won't do it in public, though. I bet he's like poop. What do you mean in a bush? What do you mean in no, a public? No, I'm saying like in a, in a public restroom. I will if I have to. 
Absolutely. But I'm I saying will. if you're at a mall, you're like, uh, I'll just wait till I get home. Uh, if I can wait, I will. Oh. Nah, yeah. I'll just go okay. get yeah. it done and yeah. hang if out. If I can, I will. So the I thing used is, to be that way, though. Yeah, back then in the you day. grew up, right? Yeah, then I grew up. Yeah. 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 Oh, screw you guys. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so Kevin takes the microphone in and tries to see uh, how upset he can get people. Go for it. Hey, Omar, Am remember I playing this? the intro? No, oh, yes, what are we play the goddamn intro now. Remember. I think every intro needs a point. <laughs> All right, let's get into the, uh, let's go straight into it, Omar. By the way, before I play it, or let's Kevin, not. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, 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 Kevin told me, well, you got to set it up, okay. how, he, how he is in there with the recorder. And also, uh, Kevin told me that he would have a notepad with some notes on it. Yes, he that would. Jimmy wrote some jokes or yes, he did. whatever he should say on it, right? Correct. I can't imagine, like, oh Kevin, Kevin, because Kevin, Kevin is Mr. Hates poop. He doesn't like farting. Right. He's so fresh and so clean. He changes his underwear, you know, six times a day. True. I can't imagine him being in the uh, uh, six hours in the bathroom sometimes. Right? It was. It was not that long. It was probably hour and a half, oh maybe two God. hours that he waited to get these people. So much poop, dude. <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> Are you in the stall next to me? How's it going? What's up? What's your name? What? What's your name? Steve. What are you doing, Steve? That delivery's great. Uh, <laughs> nothing why? One or two? One. How come I don't hear anything? I'm talking. What's the problem? You're talking to me. You can't pee if I talk? Uh, not, not really. I can, but it's just kind of weird. <laughs> He changed his mind. He's going to come back there. later. What? You better clear out. This is going to get bad. <laughs> All right. Hurry, man. Hurry, man. Hurry. I'm serious. There's a guy who actually could not perform his That's duties. Right. Because I was talking to him. That's right. The last one. Oh, the last one is spectacular. <laughs> I was I was asking him out. I was doing everything to make him. I mean, I was torturing this poor guy. We had to throw Big Tad out of the bathroom during the last one. Because <laughs> he was laughing so hard. Here's Kevin's bathroom interview number two. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Not a big response. How you doing? What's your name? You want to hear about Amway? (laughs) (laughs) This is Kevin's bathroom interview number three. Hey, how's it going? Hey, you in the next stall. How's it going? Fine. Number one or number two? Why do you want to know? Just curious. I don't need to hear this part. Need any help? <laughs> oh, man. These shoes, what are those? Converse All Stars? Yeah. I like those. Man, am I hairy. Are you hairy? <laughs> no. You shave? Yeah. You ever drink out of the toilet? (laughs) I'll take that as a no. (laughs) Sound like you're taking a survey. Would you like if you were really thirsty? No. What if you were in the desert? (laughs) I'd rather not have this conversation, thanks. Sorry. Did you edit this? Yeah. Will you be my friend? <laughs> this is probably not the best place. It's not a good place to be my friend. Where do you work? I'll come over. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll go see a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Play. 
you want to see a play? <laughs> I love how it just keeps coming at him. It's hilarious. Shoot pool. <laughs> <laughs> now see, at this then, point, <laughs> I've tortured the poor guy. Big Cat is in there for security, and he breaks out he laughing. just explodes. Could not contain himself. Let me anymore. just play that little part. Listen, after shoot, shoot pool. pool. <laughs> you can hear Tad that's Big Tad starts laughing, and I got to kind of cover up and say, "Hey, who's out there?" Because he's totally just ruining <laughs> he's, it. He's blowing cover. That's, yeah, that's not how surveillance works, Tad. No, I got this guy tortured. I don't want people on the outside of his stall laughing at him. Yeah, that's right. just not going to work. You've never taken a drink out of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you look like? It's really not important. Curious. You seem nice. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Have a good one. That would be my friend Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Steve darted out of there like you would not believe. I did one of these with, I think, one of the last Kevin bathroom interviews and the Christmas one in the Burbank Mall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like the tad, the guy who just makes sure that Kevin didn't get beat up. You were there? And, yeah. And one of, them, the, one of the last ones and the Christmas one. Oh, wow. And the guy's faces when they come out it's just they're so bewildered like they're like was the dude really trying to talk to me and especially when Kevin was asking him to recite the story of baby Jesus <laughs> oh dude so funny but it did suck being in the bathroom for three hours especially with security like at the Burbank Mall they had security keep coming in and out so I had to keep leaving and then coming back in and, and stuff like that but it was so much fun to see their faces come out. I wonder so. if today we'd be able to play that still on the air because of the sounds of the dude's peen. Uh, no, we'd have to cut that out. You'd just cut but that you can, out. You can, yeah. 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 But, and also, Kevin hated it so much he's not going to do it again. No, we no, 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 no. We could do it maybe with maybe, I think Muggs might be good at it. I don't, but I don't think it, sh it doesn't have the same magic. Kevin's comedic timing is impeccable. It is. Like, it, was, it was pretty He great. just, you, those long pauses and I saw you looking at going wanting to fast forward and you yeah, can't. Yeah, you just no. got to wait because it's so uncomfortable because you know another right. one's coming. Because you know they're, what yeah. they're doing, too. You know, yeah. they're, going, they're, going, they're going potty. And part of, it, part of it, too, is that Kevin's uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. doing Insanely something. Insanely yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, he hates so. it more than anything. He admits it's, it's freaking hilarious. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's uh, Kevin's bathroom interviews, everybody, on the B team. Member, member this, member. I'm uh, I'm spent, guys. I don't know about you. Yeah, I, that was a good episode. I, I do want to say this, Dave. Yeah. Next episode. What? I'm sorry. The next is called a tadisode. A tadisode. <laughs> a tadisode. It is Big Tad. It's all Big Tad. Big Tad was huge in the '90s, physically and on the radio. <laughs> We're checking in him, uh, checking in with him, live. It's gonna be something special to tune in for. Live on tape. It's the B team. Oh, wait. Uh, you thought that was a post, but it wasn't. I did. Yeah. yeah so I'll keep talking here. There are no Flash Phillips. This is going to be a special episode coming up. Now, go. Oh, the B team. The B team. Yeah. <laughs> Got the it. The B team. Damn it, we suck. The B team. Oh, that's right. The B team, baby. Boom, boom. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Mm. Let's go to the uh, special secret You track. just couldn't even wait. You just clipped the end of the, uh, the outro right there. I don't know people know it. Yeah, they do. Uh, what is this? Oh, <gasps> Paper stains? Okay. I need toilet paper because my stomach's in pain. Gonna run to the toilet so I can make chocolate rain. I need to find a bathroom. I've been waiting all day to the porcelain god. I really need to pray. Kids to the pool. I want to take them. I'm gonna poison your sewer system. Had Mexican for dinner. My stomach's in pain. I'm gonna need a plunger to unclog my drain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. 
Bud Coffee. That looks like a letter Z. Oh, there's corn in that one. Had Mexican for dinner. I'm all backed up. Gonna make the pudding from two girls, one cup. Not one, I mean two. Show me what brown can do for you. In a big law contest, I would probably win. I shouldn't have had all that damn Mexican. P-O-O, damn, I gotta go. Yeah, I got more logs than the lumberjack. Now I gotta go do my business. Dump a dump a dump a dump a dump a Special that, that that especially goes out to Bean because Bean really hates that song. Yes, he does so much. 